Welcome to Talking Paragraphs Special Edition. Whoa, huh? What, from, what's special about it, man? Can we tell? Can the listeners tell? The special edition is that this is the first time ever in the history ever. of the longest running mm-hmm. podcast between an unemployed newspaper man from Des Moines yeah. and a regretfully employed yeah. accountant from Memphis. It's the first time. Let's not let's not push too hard at the listeners. All right. I mean, one person is in Des Moines. Yeah. One person's in Memphis. Whoa. Well, I mean. But not today. But not today. Today. And, and let's not push too hard at that. Cause all right. Because, you know, there's 16 people on the other end. Right. Whose worldviews, whose sense of, like, the world. Yeah. That we uh, shape every week with our cutting I, insights. Uh, do I, you know, do I trust in my government? You know, my religion. Uh, if I can't believe, if I can't believe that someone was supposed to be in Memphis, one person right. was supposed to be in Des Moines. Now, now they're in the same room. Yeah, doing this thing in Des Moines. Well, uh, can they even trust that? You know, can they can they believe these basic precepts now that we've altered the paradigm? Well, I assume paradigms one, are shifting. Is what I'm saying, Dan. I assume one of the sixteen is like an NSA agent. They can they can oh. ping yourself. Oh, they, they they pre-ping this. Yeah. To know. Yeah, where you're at. They were prepped for that. So this is this is the long-awaited, much anticipated, uh, maybe overhyped vacation that uh, we had planned but never really thought would come to fruition and then at some point you broke down and you were like fuck it i'm just going to take a vacation the the airlines they didn't think about it happening either but they which we can get into well the the beginning of the vacation was rough for both of us for different reasons i was tidying up the apartment Mm -hmm. and in the two days you've been here i see what a waste of time that was and it quickly became untidy (laughs) right but I was I, I was had a bunch of books. There's peanut shells where there hadn't been peanut shells. R- right. Paul thinks that my apartment is a like a like a Texas roadhouse where I've there's, sawdust on the floor. Well, there's and, some comics that have gone from excellent to good <laughs> if we're grading them through. The yeah. There's some occasional Malcolm's butter stain. Grade system. Right. Who does that? The grading of things. Uh, people who are nerdier than us. But is, is there a part? Is there a group? Uh, I think there is like a central processing yeah. type group, but I uh, I don't have any comics worth grading. That. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what happened was I uh, on the day that Paul was supposed to fly in, which was originally Tuesday. Today is Thursday. My I twisted or it's Friday, I think. It is Friday. It's vacation. It's hard don't, to keep. Don't going. confuse the listeners. Their heads are already spinning around. By the time I get this posted, it'll probably be next Friday. Like but... The Exorcist. Remember that person whose head spun <laughs> in that movie? Uh, Linda Blair. Was that Linda yeah. Blair? Yeah. We got Linda Blair is listening right now. Like, what's going on? Do you think she's listening? Well, people like her. Yeah. His heads are spinning. Right. Metaphor- so not literal Linda Blair's. <laughs> you're saying, you're saying that our listeners are likely possessed by demons 
Ah, the the realization that one uh, person that was in Des Moines, one person that was in Memphis, Tennessee, right, are now together. The linchpin of the whole podcast. It ha- it's having the same impact as a demonic possession. No, that, north that versus south. Yeah. Uh, Cats and dogs loving together. Right. This was what we had. Now, we've taken that away from them. Anyway, uh, as Paul was uh, supposed to be airbound toward Des Moines from Memphis on a flight that took him, uh, I believe the connection was in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Charlotte, Queen City. (laughs) Eastbound and down. Yeah, he had to fly to Charlotte and then fly, was that from Charlotte to Des Moines? Or did you have to go to Minneapolis and then? No, one stopover. All right. So... That was what he was supposed to do. Meanwhile, you're tidying up. Yeah, and I I blew out my knee yeah. and had to go to the emergency room. My parents were involved. It was a, it was a it was a mess. And I had texted Paul because Paul's flight was screwed up somehow. There was a connecting flight that he had 4 minutes to catch. Uh so that that was already happening before yeah. the injury. This this so, okay, shifting stories. I, I know it's all a mirage out there, listeners. The sands are shifting. Like, what, what's even yeah. going on? What, what's the concept of this? Well, uh, my story, there was a flight. It got delayed. So that meant my layover uh, was shortened to four minutes, and then it was like, it's so late. There isn't a layover. We're not, we're not letting you fly. We... We can't be held responsible for the consequences of that as an airline. Right. Our we don't. We, our fiduciary concerns. We don't want to have to pay to put you up in a hotel. That's it. Yeah. So, I had texted Paul, and I'm like, "Well, maybe we would just call the thing holding off because I'm banged up, and you know, uh, the airline system can't deliver on simple promises like my flight's delayed. You're hurt, and the listeners will be confused." Right, that was our that was frankly our first concern, was the listeners. Yes. But uh, Paul was like, "Well, I've already spent this money. Uh, they're let, not just, giving that money back." Yeah, they're not giving it back. So I'm just gonna sit in your house and read comics if it has, it comes to that. Well, well, I could return to work. I could say, you know what, it didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, what, who would want to work? Right. Given the the option of not working. So. It turned out my leg got uh, better, mm-hmm. a lot better. Uh, you arrived. My parents picked you up at the airport. You got to ride with my parents. I did. Uh, what was that like? You you, you got better. Uh, I, I had further issues with the airlines, but yeah. um, even that repaired itself enough that I was able to get to Des Moines. Yeah. What was the, what so, was so the ride there's in? A, there's been ups and downs. What was the ride in from... My with my parents were they nice? Uh, that's right. There was no torture involved. Uh, they look. They, <laughs> they don't like, they like you. Want, you want some pickled beets, Paul? Oh, no, no, I don't no. like pickled beets. You no, got to eat them if you want this ride. Yeah, or you're walking. <laughs> you and your two carry-on bags. Yeah, yeah. You don't know where you are. Yeah. I mean, maybe your phone could help piece it all together. <laughs> yeah, that give. Yeah. They, but it's been a rough couple of days. Do you want to risk it? Well, my parents, my speeds? parents have a, a very, uh, they have a pretty quality way of uh, making people feel comfortable. Sure. 
So, uh, I imagine they asked you a bunch of questions. Just, uh, they did. Just um, peppered you like Jordan after well, uh, you know, how was the flight? How are you doing? Um, yeah. you know, have you heard from Dan? You know, yeah. We're, we're trying to uh, get a sense of things. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, it's one of those things where you like, say at the family reunion or church service or something, you, right. you show up. There's cars in the parking lot. Well, I was informed, like, oh, uh, my parents, they're picking you up, Paul. They're, they're driving a silver Merc. So uh, maybe there had always been a silver Mercedes? There had. That was Joyce's, like, re- big retirement expenditure. She bought a Mercedes Benz. That's... So had that not been bought on one of these previous visits when I went to eat, you know... I think it might have. I don't... I think... I don't know. It may have been around one on, on one of your more recent visits, but the the thing about my parents is they're very homespun, earthy people. They don't well, they're they don't, frugal. Yeah, they don't give off the vibe of like I'm going to have a uh, Mercedes Benz. Uh, but they do. My Joyce had driven one when she was very young at a, like an uncle's house or something. She, she told me that. Yeah, she was like, I've always I always wanted one since then. See, this is why we cut later, was there was five seconds of dead air. Um, between what? Between, between you, you, you were just staring at me nodding? Well, she told me that, and you told me. Right. That, uh, I just thought you might have a reaction to that, but you didn't. And so, <laughs> I don't know why I thought you would. <laughs> uh, are there... Um, so, so it, it, listeners, uh, listen, listeners... About that story, though. Oh, we got listeners? Yeah, we got listeners. About that story. Well, I want to talk. What are we doing with our hands? No, I, 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 I get that thing up. The, the play? The song? Yeah, yeah. Okay. didn't know that was happening uh, right away. Well, I thought it was funny. It's losing... It is, it is funny. It's losing humor by the minute. Um, I, I'm just saying that that story... It, it, the value of that story, mm-hmm. it's just... Uh, it's like a song? Yeah, it's just... The value of that story is... Mm-hmm. It's in... Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> Alright, that's that's enough. That, We're that's a, yeah. Clapton's suing us now. He is. Lawyers, they're like, I don't care if they're in Des Moines or Memphis, separate or together. You will not, Uh, you will not rip off my theme from the Color of Money song. Right. People have. Rick and Morty have when when they used it. Oh, I bet they paid right. But that's that's the difference. Yeah. That's that's the legal principle at work. They paid for it, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, so, A Block here, we've got some stuff. we got airlines. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, what else we, oh. Well, the biggest problem you had is you were trying to return, you were trying to change your return date. And I got to witness this. Paul tried to return his. Yeah. The two, yeah, multiple things. So, listeners, dear listeners, if you're looking to travel, been cooped up. Yeah, don't do it. Um. Just stay where you are. Just have some low expectations. Yeah. Like it could be a strong urge to to get 
you know, get like a fish in the river and swim up that stream that you used to swim up before. Yeah. Uh, so, so that impulse could be strong biologically. Uh, just don't expect uh, the airlines to cooperate. Are, are you comparing our listeners to salmon? Well, having having the desire to do things they used to. Yeah. Pre-pandemic travel, engage with family. You the 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 airline combined screwy stuff was enough that at one point you said to yourself, "I should just gas up the car." There was a point uh, Wednesday morning. Yeah. I wasn't able to fly out. Tuesday. Yeah. They weren't able to negotiate a later flight out even that day. Uh, the next day I showed up uh, 5.20 for a yeah. 6 o'clock flight. And there was a, just a tremendous line. Of course, I guess uh, maybe that should have been expected. Yeah, a holiday weekend. Holiday weekend after the pandemic. Maybe right. that's normal to get more crowds in the first flight of the day. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, I wasn't prepped for that, so I missed my flight, but there was a later flight. It all worked out, but it yeah. was like, uh, this is a sign of things not working right at the airlines. Sure. It was worse because they're understaffed, the, these airline people, but that's not stopping them from booking everything that they can. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't, uh, so on, uh, the return issue, I tried to call... Uh, the one airline flying me out, the one airline flying me back in, the travel group. But we not, can name them. None of them. Let them sue me. Uh, United Airlines, American Airlines, and Orbitz. None yeah. of them were interested in making any kind of modifications. So American flight. Airlines, which flew you here, I believe, they were like, we're done with you, buddy. You've done everything. Every, we got you to yeah. Des Moines. Your problems after that are your own. Uh, I think they would have helped me. If the return flight had been American Airlines because they screwed up, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that's true. I feel like they are all working out of the same playbook, which is yeah. be as helpless, help unhelpful as possible. It could be that they're like, um, oh, we could pretend like we would do everything if circumstances were different, since they weren't different. Right. But, uh, right. Right. Uh, and not, none of them were interested enough to, like, let's, uh, let's, uh, and it wasn't like, oh, I don't want to pay you. It's like, can we shift things back a day or two? That's, that's sort of like saying, uh, like, Spider-Man would have went out on another date with Gwen Stacy if she hadn't been killed by the Green Goblin. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a stretch. So then you called United Airlines. This is your the company that's going ostensibly going to fly yeah. you back to. They they even asked me what what was the the flight that was messed up on the front side. Yeah. Uh, and then, and their game was, well, if that had been our flight, we could have helped you. I don't know. But it wasn't our flight. It was those other fools, and we can't we can't help you with their problem. But you know some, what you should do, know. Paul. You should contact your travel agent. I did call them, and they, they weren't interested either. That was Orbitz, I believe. Orbitz, yeah. Uh, and you know why Orbitz screwed it up, Paul? Because they're not um, the, the agency that has the talking gnome. <laughs> is, is that the joke? 
Uh, no, I, that, that's a good. That's a better joke than what I had. It was just it's because their gum industry orbits gum is uh, makes it make their. It's just taking too much time away from their travel travel planning. planning. Yeah. yeah. So orbits was like we can't do anything. In fact, we're surprised that we've got the original booking done. Yeah. They were like, well, I, I honestly, sir. No one's ever wanted to fly from Memphis to Des Moines before you. So the fact that we were able to make it happen at all. And spend more time in Des Moines. Yeah, right. We've had people from Des Moines who wanted to get out. Get the fuck out of there to go. I'm at the airport. I made a horrible mistake. (laughs) Go to Memphis. Yeah. I'm still at the airport. Yeah, yeah. We've had that problem, but never that. Well, it's been. I think the last time I flew was 2002. Uh, and I'm at the point now where I would have to fly cargo. Yeah. You know, they'd have to, uh... Uh, 2002. Yeah. There was, uh... That was almost 20 years ago. There was different music back then. Yeah. That's, uh... That's, uh, a band... Yeah, by a famous person uh, that uh, we should watch that movie Color of Money yeah, yeah I've been trying to get Paul to watch The Empire Strikes Back and he has about the same enthusiasm for it as a colonoscopy or caring for your comic books the yeah state of the carpet uh, yeah. uh, th- this joke is that uh, Paul Paul bought food themed with the teams in the Euro Cup. I did do that. Uh, So today, uh, Italy played, and we had huge Italian sausages on uh, some mixed peppers. Uh, We we had some waffles, which weren't described as Belgian, but the Belgians do have their own waffle concept. Some blueberry, Hy-Vee brand waffles. Uh, which were not bad. Earlier Spain, they played the Swiss team. Yeah. And these weren't Spanish peanuts, but they were a hot nut. Hot nuts. Cajun. Is that from a commercial or something, that hot nuts? Uh, I just I just like that they put it on the packaging. The hot nuts. Yeah. Well, you can assume that all of the Spaniards who were, or the Spanish team that yeah. were on the uh, on the pitch today... Where it was very warm in St. Petersburg, uh, they their nuts were probably pretty hot. Mm-hmm. So, the things to keep in mind. I don't want to get too much into that. That's all the way down in C Block, but you know, uh, I think we've actually covered everything in A Block. You know, because we had a well, we we because we're on vacation. We don't want to get into a big ass podcast with a lot of editing and. What not, you know. Yeah. And, you know, the stories are... How you use them? Yeah, yeah. And they come and go? Yeah. That's... Well, we, we don't need music to clarify <laughs> our points. Yeah, but, you know, that's true. That's true. Fat, fat's, uh... R- right. All right, well, we'll, 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 uh, we'll be back... Uh, to read the cease and desist order from Eric Clapton and our our reinforcing the door frame. <laughs>
we're back. 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 Back, back, back. Back. Do it again. We had some off-air ball talk. We did. Um, it wasn't about any of the balls we've been watching, though. Um, it was actual human balls. The ball, the balls that. Uh, the balls of confusion. Genetically come with the human species. Yeah. They are specifically called testicles, and they're not really ball shaped. Well, we're getting far afield. True. Out, out in the ball area. Yeah. But, uh... Speaking of balls, We've though, been making ball jokes. Yeah. Even though that wasn't the reference being made on the ESPN on our vacation. Uh... Wimbledon time. Right. Right. It's Euro Cup time. Um... And there's a lot of ball references. And, and, a, and a, a bat girl, which, uh... There was... Not, uh, which not is not directly involved, which can be involved. A bat girl can be involved with balls. She, she can. But mostly is involved with bats. Uh, uh, it's true. The, there are no metaphors in what we're saying right now. There are none. There are none. Well, I, I haven't taken linguistics. Don't. I, I don't know what Rogers has to say about it. Don't start. Don't start on is. linguistics, unless you're willing to fight. Uh, okay, so we've been watching Wimbledon. We did. That's an unnatural act for me. Uh, not, not that, but I have. It's been enjoyable. I, I don't have. I don't have cable at home. Yeah. Uh, I only recently started uh, piggybacking off of an ESPN dot plus or hashtag ampersand. Yeah, ESPN Plus. That's, it. that's my account, right? Uh, uh, which is that's totally legal. Sure. Not like when we play Eric Clapton songs. Wait, I don't know that we would do such a thing. Yeah, I especially mean, not the way that you use it. The, the, the from little, the color of money. Well, and the little snippets that were overheard. I, I don't know that they're long enough to. I feel like that was from identify them to a particular genre or musician. You know, I feel like that was just from one of the cars driving by. It's oh, incidental. They, they drove by. They were playing it themselves yeah. in their car here in Des Moines. Iowa, yeah, they they must have they must have hit the convenience store nearby. Yeah. And then when they got back in the car, we heard another little snippet. They, now they're gone. They were probably thinking to themselves, uh, "This is the way I use it. My debit card. Right. I go to the, the yeah. The you know, Casey's. They're they're probably re- they're probably up. just." A couple of people who are relative to our own age, who Depends. remembers fondly the, the summer mine. of 1987, uh, and uh, maybe they have a minivan with a with a TV. Yeah, and five and six. They're watching the color of money. Their five and six year olds are watching Rick and Morty inappropriately. Mm. Inappropriately. Yeah. Some of those jokes. It's not us for us to tell them what's appropriate for their kids. Uh, you can watch uh, Rick and Morty as long as you're there to watch it with them and give them context. Like, oh, honey, this is a reference to a movie not, that only about 17 people have ever seen. We're not going to get amnesia anytime soon, kids. <laughs> the car's not going to crash off the side of the road. Right. right. Uh, but uh, they were talking about balls. The the, uh, the announcers. That uh, Wimbledon. Yeah, putting that ball hard and straight down the middle. Right. Uh, the ball on the put line. It, put it in the box. 
the the, the, uh, the ball that's on the line. Yeah, over the line, on the line. Uh, that was a close ball. Yeah. A lot of ball talk in Wimbledon. Yeah. It was, but the, they, it was, they it were was the, meant for an pure audience, and we weren't. Uh, you know who likes balls? Um, gosh. The 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 ball boys yeah. at Wimbledon. They, they do. And there there are women who do this. They're, they're over gr- the top about it. They're young men and young women mm-hmm. who are basically spending all day in a crouched position, yeah. waiting for somebody to hit into the net. And then they spring out there like a spaniel, yeah. and just uh, like hoover up that ball, and then you, run to the other side of the net. It makes you wonder if they have the same training principles as like the Westminster trained animals. It, it, if they yeah. borrow those techniques, like if they come in to consult, like uh, you know Belichick, he brings in some college football coach, you, like oh. I need some help on my defensive back. Let's get Saban in. Do you think they run with uh, uh, the Queen's Corgis? Could be. <laughs> just uh, because the kids are very good at it. I mean, they're not they're not messing around, but uh, they're amateur athletes. But they've devoted yeah. a lot of time, more more time and effort, yeah. and enthusiasm. Yeah, a lot I, of ball chasing. As a paid person. Now I I notice that there tend to be male ball people. On the on the net, but yeah. the female ball people tend to be on the walls, okay. and their job is to hand out balls yeah. to the athletes. Mm-hmm. Now that we were the, one of the matches we were watching today involved, where was that lady from? Tunisia Tun- was one country, the and Tunisia. the other was uh, she was the first Arab to advance to round three. Round two, the second week of Wimbledon. No, she went to, today when she oh, went to round three. Oh, okay. uh, uh, Whose name I can't remember, but she accidentally hit one of the ball people mm. with her serve, yeah. and she apologized, hit him in the head. Yeah. He didn't, but he didn't come out of the game. A lot of respect among all the participants. That's true. Here's my memories of my memories of Wimbledon are, are thus: mm-hmm. Carson used to take that off because the show would be preempted. He talked about that tonight. Yeah, and he'd, he'd go to Wimbledon. Pluto. Yeah. Um, and then I remember my sister used to watch it. Yeah. This was in the era of Jimmy Connors yeah. and John McEnroe. Uh, and McEnroe was like the bad boy of sports at the time. Because it, he melted down on a judge somewhere. Did a Terminator unit ever show up and like blast the place up? That's John Connor. At my, at my in, in my sister's Sorry. bedroom? No. No, at, Jimmy at Connors. Wimbledon. Jimmy Connors? Not no. John Connors. Jimmy, that was his brother. Yeah. Uh, which is why he, he always he lost. Didn't have, to he didn't have to defend the world, so he, yeah. could, he could focus on tennis. That's now cool. I had a revelation about Wimbledon today. Right on. That you were not interested in, but I'm going to go ahead and bring up. Bring it up now. Why can't escape it? <laughs> Right. Be rude to in the middle of a podcast. Sure. Uh, I knew of John McEnroe. I watched John McEnroe, and uh, but I, apparently there's a Pat McEnroe who is his brother, and Pat McEnroe is the TV commentator. Yeah. I thought that was John McEnroe, and now I'm confused. Have I been watching Pat McEnroe for years, thinking it's John McEnroe? 
and was this some kind of effort to dupe me by the television networks? There's also a Gigi McEnroe. Really? Yeah. A go-go dancer uh, in L.A. <laughs> 70s. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. There was a Gigi McEnroe. Yeah, and prior he had a skit, you know, Oh, Your Life is Calling. Yeah. Gigi McEnroe. Who, Richard Pryor? Yeah. Is, wow. This is previously unknown to me McEnroe information. Um, but they changed they changed the wording up because it oh. was a real person. Oh, they did? Yeah. They didn't want to insult a real person? No. The way we wouldn't want to insult Eric Crafton by accidentally we playing. We wouldn't want to play someone's yeah. hard artistic work. <laughs> right. We some someone put a lot of time, effort. They it's, got a recording studio. They that's got right. Produce. I mean, that's they his the, work. They got the lawyers involved. That's his work, um, and that's it's, just it's in the way that you use it. Right. See, I think somebody. Did you hear that music? Somebody was driving someone's by. Someone's car. Someone forgot the. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really think they should turn the bass down. To be honest uh, with uh, you. Yeah. I mean, some people are working at home. Right. Podcasting. Sure. Enjoying uh, sure. a nation's holiday. Well, not for a couple of days, but yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's my Wimbledon take. What what are you, what do you take away from Wimbledon? Uh, We've watched there, together. Yeah, there were um, famous people. I yeah. think I think tennis is kind of um, detracted from the nation's consciousness. Sure. Sport, sports has a way of doing that. You know, a century ago, horse racing and boxing were big, and now those are kind of see in the fractions sec- of a percent in the interest of uh, the the sports viewer. See, in the seventies, in a, in Des Moines anyway, they were building public tennis courts all over the place, yeah. and there's still quite a few around town, mm-hmm. uh, and they still promote it as a as a good like exercise right uh whatever but uh you know my sister used to go there and hit and Mm -hmm. we even had a tennis court in our backyard when i was a kid uh a blacktop tennis court so god it was hot oh my god uh but anyway uh i don't i think today if you said hey we have some money for a sports court you either put up a basketball court or you would put up a skate park, mm. like you wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know that tennis would be the first. And part right. of it is like we were watching, and like the people who are watching Wimbledon do seem a little bit upper crust. Like, you know, they got flutes of champagne and. Uh, yes. Um, there's there. You know, the British are very big on civility and. Um, right. Doing things in a certain manner. They don't have crepes on a stick. Well, it's like um, manners, you know, Miss Manners. Like here's here's the way, here's the etiquette of something. Sure. Um, so even when they're taking a break, it's like, oh, we're we're just doing this for fun. We're gonna watch someone play tennis. There's still rules about, uh, oh, you can't wear this clothing. You can't. Uh, answer your cell phone. I'm sure that person would be shot. You know, their cell phone went <laughs> off. Uh, right. At, uh, at Wimbledon. Um, you wouldn't be shot, uh, but you could be considered a bent copper. How dare you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I said good day. <laughs> I wonder what it takes to get thrown out of Wimbledon. I think it does happen, but they... Uh, like, I'm assuming... They wouldn't show that happening. I'm assuming the guy who stabbed Monica Sellers... Got thrown out. Got thrown out, at a minimum. A five-year ban. <laughs> Only five years, because they're not savages. They're not. <laughs> no one can miss Wimbledon that many years in a row. Uh, anyway, Wimbledon has been fun, in a, in a very sedate way. Uh, you know, I th we had uh, margaritas with Wimbledon yesterday. We did. We did. Uh, we also had margarita with right, margaritas with Euro Cup twenty twelve. Excuse me, twenty twenty twenty, which is actually twenty one. Twenty Have you seen what they've done with the Olympics, where it's Olympic trials twenty twenty, and then that last zero has a uh, it's like the beginning of the word one. Yeah, like like they the marketers have gotten into this, and it's like. Hey, this got screwed up, but that's not going to stop us from doing some clever little marketing thing. Well, we I think we all know that marketing people are the worst people in the world. They are. So, uh, the idea that they would need to change this to brand it so we would know that, oh, they didn't have the Olympics uh -huh. last year because of the... It is, yeah, it is 2020, except it's now 2021. Right. right? We get it. We get either that it. or marketers... We know how calendars work. Buddy. Either that... They move forward. Or marketers uh, have recognized how collectively stupid we are. Oh. And they're like, well... Let's make this clear. People will be like, well, the Olympics aren't on this year. It's an odd year. Yeah. And be like, no, this we is, had to move them because of that thing. So... This, 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 this adds a lie, like the people calling about my extended auto coverage. Right. I'm not going to tune in. Right. It's one of those, we, we, we're informing you of something that you probably shouldn't need to be informed of, yeah. but since, since we're here, let's just go ahead and inform you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't, I haven't seen anything in the Olympics because the Olympics don't matter to me, <laughs> like uh, European soccer teams. <laughs> so we watched... What did, what have we watched? Uh, we wa today we watched Italy. We've watched stuff before the vacation started. No, but I'm talking, yeah, we did, uh, which surprised me. But I I found Euro Cup. I like Euro Cup almost better than the World Cup. I, I yeah, it it's fun. It, it is fun. Um, there's a lot more uh, upsets. Yeah. Um, the the teams kind of enjoy. Uh, the, the the games yeah. uh, as do the fans more because they're playing more regional teams. They're also playing a lot of people who are on like Premier League teams or La Liga teams together and then they go home and play their home country. Yeah. For example, today Italy was playing Belgium and yeah. the Belgium striker Lukaku he plays for Inter Milan in Italy. Yeah. So he got knocked down and then the defender like Lifting them up, yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, we'll, we'll see each other in yeah. a couple of months. Now, uh, the that game had an own goal, mm -hmm. and I was rooting for the Swit. No, that was a Switzerland game. Switzerland, uh, who was playing Switzerland? Was it Italy? Yeah, 
I, I tell you, Dan, both both games may have had on goals. Really? No, not no. It, yeah, it's quite possible. Really? There's been like ten. ten. Yeah, there's been ten own goals. There's been a lot. Well, I was rooting for the Swiss because okay. uh, they make a fine knife. <laughs> you know, with, that it incorporates a lot of needs. For their army regiment that, that does no work at all. Like, hey, as a neutral, not, as a neutral country, as a neutral country, this year, let's uh, yeah, let's work on the side project. I mean, the Swiss Army knife, knife. is a very, very useful tool. The American Army knife would just be like different guns, you well, know. Like, well, they, they need it to do a job. Yeah, uh, you know, taking out another army unit. Yeah, but when you're in the Swiss Army, that's not, that's not mission critical. <laughs> right. That's uh, when you're neutral. You, you just need to be able to put together IKEA furniture. It's true. So that was a good game. The game before that was a good game, but I did fall asleep during it. Uh, well, two games: Swiss, Spain, and then Italy, Belgium. Those were our games. Okay, I fell asleep during Italy, Belgium. Okay. Belgium uh, had been up. Or, uh, Belgium had. Man, I don't remember. Yeah. I haven't even drank that much today. But I, I uh, who, who won? Italy Spain, won. Spain won their game, and Italy won oh, their game. So the powerhouses won anyway. That's right. They'll be they'll be playing each other. Yeah. Tuesday, I think. Uh, That'll right. be great. That'll be terrific. Right. You'll be getting home from work, and I don't know. Maybe at work, I might have to throw that on my second screen and uh, fair enough. Peek over at it. Wise. Wise. Um, I but I, I when I say I fell asleep during a game, people may take that as a joke, like oh I'm making fun of how boring soccer is. I, I find soccer to be no less boring than the NFL, which you fall asleep during. Yeah, no which practice. I fall asleep during. Uh, nor uh, a major league baseball game, which I that I definitely fall asleep in. I don't fall. I typically don't fall asleep during Rick and Morty. But it did happen because we well first of all we were watching like twenty of them in a row, it did. and second of all we'd been drinking a lot and we had that we'd been to the pool where we both cramped yeah. up yeah. like uh, middle-aged men who were out of shape, yeah. which we are. We've been drinking. It's we so had been. Important to dehydrate, uh, re- rehydrate, rehydrate, not, not dehydrate. So the real story of B Block. Is this is your story? Put, put these so together. your story. So lean in on this one, buddy. Yeah. Uh, it's the Yankees had a seventy-year-old, yeah, uh, honorary Batgirl. Did. Is this correct? They did. Um. So this this was promoted on the ESPN.com website. I clicked on it. Apparently, this woman had always wanted to do this. She had written a letter when she was 10, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, oh, we like you as a fan, but it's a rough, you know, a rough, rough spot. Uh, we, we, we don't want you to get hurt. The men are cursing, and the things They're are spinning. being thrown. Yeah, you might get this glob of uh, tobacco sauce right. in your eye. Tobacco sauce. Or whatever it is. Juice. juice. Yeah. That's right. Uh So she had always wanted to do this. Mickey Mantle's wandering she, around drunk. You yeah, know. he probably tried to uh, assault you. 
so my understanding was that her, her she, granddaughter wrote yeah like oh she always wanted to do this and cashman's like we're gonna make this happen and he got uh the manager and um aaron some Boone. current player garrett cole yeah the pitcher who sucks as a pitcher but he can do this he promo doesn't work. suck as a pitcher the, the so they called her up and it's like what we're gonna make this happen and they they had some photo ops and uh it was all grand old time she did different things throughout the the, the game she was at yeah um so my takeaway my yeah my understanding was uh-huh. she had been uh a, a bad girl for the braves for like 70 years yeah but she had always wanted to be one for the yankees that's right that, <laughs> had i told that joke or was it that's just the obvious joke uh that's the obvious joke between you and me uh paul had always griped that these players would sign with the yankees and say i always oh, wanted to always be a wanted yankee yeah. uh, which was really saying i've always wanted to be filthy rich uh to have uh, walk away or, or i know how sensitive uh my my, my new fan base is Right. Want to be loved. Uh, uh, you can't. That's true. New York is the most insecure city in the world. Yeah. You can't. You can't just say New York is dirty. Uh, it smells like garbage all the time. Uh, yeah. No one would really want to live here unless yeah. they were. Ex- it's just stupid rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't say that because New Yorkers then are like, "Hey, New York's great." And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I think I think New York is just the way you use it. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it comes and it goes. It does come and it goes. Well, you can come and go. <laughs> yeah, you can lose it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back Thank with the with the C block. <laughs> back that was some generic music from the free music archive uh, the, the internet free free music archive uh, that I kind of liked it was it was called love overdue by Matt Oakley uh, and it had kind of a like a full house 80s a nice oaky little texture. yeah I don't I don't know that his name has anything to do with the wood, uh-huh. or the the late player for the Knicks, Charles Oakley, yeah. or the glasses, uh, or the or the sunglasses. Uh, but he he did have a role in this this con, this composition that we used in this for podcast for free. We can mention them by Mr. name. Mr. Oakley will not be suing us. He won't. Unlike uh, Mr. Clapton. So we have uh, we have some vacation food to talk about. Now, uh, Paul, I got I got to say this first. I don't, I don't do a lot of cooking, but but Paul 
doesn't do a lot of cooking either. His, he lives with his mom, uh, and his mom does most of the cooking. Uh, and he is though a pretty pretty decent little fry cook. Like yeah, you, you know, uh, we've had a number of delicious items. Uh, we we had uh, bacon, eggs, and toast. Dude, the bacon was very good. He made a good selection on the bacon. Just plain old high beef bacon. Uh, and then the eggs were pretty good. Uh, and the toast was not bad. The toast, the toast was working off of a toaster that hasn't seen yeah. any action in a good number of years. You're yeah. not going to react to this at all. You doesn't add. It was in a shelf behind some other things. Well, you know, I'm diabetic and I'm supposed to cut carbs and having toast mm-hmm. and bread is a bad idea. Yeah. But I, um, uh, it was there. It was hidden away, but it still worked. I'm on vacation, so I'm going to have bagels and and toast and then, when I, and then I'm going to eat well at my parents' house and then I guess just nothing but kale and uh, baby poop. Kale, I don't know. Kale's a superfood. It is. Uh, you always see Superman eating it. Well, uh, Paul tried to we, see. Yeah. Oh. We've, we've watched these Euro Cup games before. Right. The ones we couldn't remember in the last segment. Well, we've watched them other years. Yes. Years that weren't 2020 or, or 2021. And um, we yeah. made an effort to get food from the countries that were playing. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. In Belgium, there was little waffles. They may not have been Belgian-branded waffles, but uh, they, they have an affinity for them. We had the he, Italian sausages. Here's my advice to Belgium. The hot nuts. Hot nuts. Which I want uh, to talk about again. Of course. Uh, here's my advice to Belgium. If they want us to be eating Belgium waffles while they're playing in the Euro Cup, yes. then they damn well better get a frozen Belgian waffle item out there. Because yeah. I don't think you saw one. You mean just for... Yeah. For the tournament? Anything. Just yeah. if, they, if they had had Belgium waffles, you know, frozen Belgian waffles, you'd be like, oh, I'll get these. But instead, there was Ego and Store brand. So you, you had yeah. your choice, you made your choice, and we're moving on. I think there were those things that are like a pastry that are filled with uh, uh, fruit, you know, filling. Belgian waffles? But not, not a waffle, but it's still in the breakfast section. Then why do they call it a waffle? I, I'm no food historian. I don't know. But there's also products. I, if I was like Biden right now, I'd launch a strike force. On Belgium? You're, either, you're calling disband, it a waffle. It ain't a waffle. Disband NATO. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Well, we're on board with China and Russia. Hey, we, the, can, we can trust them more than the Belgian people. The last guy was doing fine. <laughs> the last guy. The last guy that, had, that had Biden's job. You're talking about Trump. And the Voldemort. Yeah. Okay, so we had the waffles to go with Belgium. We had Italian sausage for the Italians. We had the hot nuts. The hot nuts. Which I'll talk about as much as anyone wants. Because I love saying hot nuts. (laughs) And they were good. They were hot. 
Yeah, does, they were nuts. Does Hot Nuts have so a theme song? It, they don't. Uh, they weren't particularly hot. They weren't? I no, didn't think that they... They were a little spicy. They were, but I, I the spice was... I having my beer. The spice was mostly on the outside of the shell that you threw away. Uh, or had, on my floor, whichever came yeah, first. Mainly the floor. Yeah. Um, I had a uh, grapefruit beer. Yeah, as did I. Which... Um, our favorite grapefruit beer is the Stiegel. Yes. Which I don't. It sounds like it could be a Swiss word. And we. It's know, German. It's a German beer. I've looked this up. Before. Well, the the Swiss are basically Germans. Right. They're snottier Germans. I wouldn't say that to their faces because <laughs> you wouldn't. I wouldn't call a Scottish person English or. Yeah. Uh, this is why I stay in America, where we have all of all of those kind of differences smoothed out. Right. <laughs> we don't. Everyone's uh, everybody, everybody is united. Walking hand in hand in a Coke commercial. <laughs> but anyway, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Sorry. Like Switzerland, you know, if you want me to celebrate your country while I watch you play soccer, have a product, okay? Like Swiss cheese. Uh, actually, we have some Swiss cheese. Uh, so, like, uh, uh, is that going the quiche thing? Yeah, that'll go in the quiche. Paul makes this quiche, this crab meat quiche. Yeah. Uh, and he he went down to the bay uh, before he came up and caught a couple of crabs. Uh, Galveston Bay pulled some crab in. Yeah. I think that's more of a it's more of a shrimp. That's more of a shrimp area. But anyway, that's uh, pretty good. I, I would have not thought that crab would in, would make a, a quiche yeah. very good. I'm not a fishy person mm -hmm. but it was alright I've enjoyed them in the past yeah. when yeah. are we going to have those um, as soon as we get the mayo as soon as, oh that's right we got to get mayo yeah, mayo. mayo and uh, I think that's all that's required yeah could be there's many varieties of we, could go, we could go to the pizza place that I didn't feel well enough to go to last night and, and just ignore the quiche. Mm, I don't really want to ignore the quiche, quiche for one reason only. Then it's just stuck here. Well, the pipe, those pie crusts will be in my freezer forever. So you're right. Ignoring the quiche is a bad idea. Uh, so um, that's the food element yeah. of the vacation. Paul's been really uh, pretty good with the food. He even did dishes one night. Uh, well, if there's a dish machine, yeah, which, which I don't have, yeah, you know, every every place has its own ups and downs. Yeah. Oh. Paul's uh, Paul has some old man noises because he's sitting on a hard chair, yeah. and is. We could have just done this separately, like we've always done. But we, we're, how, where were where were you going to input your sound? I have a set of headphones with a cable. And I'd do it in the side of the phone. So we'd be in the same town, but separate rooms. I'd be like stretched out. So you wanted to call my cell phone from the living line. room. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. I just thought this would be fun. Uh-huh. I failed again. Just like I thought that Omega Man comic written by Tom King. It, which wasn't, is, it just wasn't uh, yeah, doing it. Which you were buttering this morning. Was I? Yeah. yeah. Good job. 
Okay. It went from uh, an excellent plus to excellent. Paul and I are only kind of kind of friends, you That's know. Right. I expect to get uh, a message from you in a f- few weeks like I got from Victor. Uh, this is a reference to my, a former friend of mine who... The, who now doesn't like me. Does the audience know Victor? Have we brought uh, him up before? I don't think I've ever brought him up. Is he canon? Victor, well, we'll make him canon right now. Rick, Rick and Morty talk about canon. Yeah. Uh, Vic, Victor and I had, had met in Omaha. Yeah. We had been... I met Victor. Yes. When you came to visit in we, Omaha. We went to a steakhouse that was in the movie... Um, uh, Bean Schmidt, maybe? Uh, about Schmidt. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Victor is an immensely talented journalist, a true mm-hmm. bulldog for the truth. Yeah. His understanding of the econ- uh, economy. He's a critic of uh, per- uh, the newspaper press manufacturing segment. Uh, is that right? Well, someone else? I don't. I don't remember that. I just. He's very smart. He probably understands unemployment data better than anyone I've ever met. Uh, and maybe one of the best in the country. Uh, we were friends. I learned a lot from him as a young reporter. Uh, I, I valued our friendship, but things sometimes break down. Uh, it was some of my fault. It was, uh, I would argue, some of his fault, but we went our separate ways. And then we, we... One day he put some butter on one of your comics, and that was uh, a path... Yeah, that was a pathway that a, was a one-way path. A bridge too far. What? Uh, no. Uh, years later, we reconnected, and he was looking for a job, and I uh, put him in touch with the editors at the local Gannett Outlet store, yeah. and he got hired. Right on. And then as we... Good job, Victor. As, as things go, we things changed, and there was a big shuffle... And Victor ended up getting laid off. He had been seriously ill with, uh, at, at least to my knowledge, the illness that he had. It made his blood pressure spike. Was it like the Locust Street shuffle? Was there? A... He, he was here for that. I'm just saying, you move buildings and there, right. was, a, there was a Locust Sleep. We moved kind. buildings, and then right after that, but they, we had. But did they brand the layoffs with like some animal, no. like a dead possum? No. <laughs> yeah. We, we changed buildings. Victor was here for that. Yeah. Uh, and then soon after that, we had massive layoffs. A, a buzzard. You know, and uh, someone and in, in the course of that, Victor lost his job yeah. while he was sick. And I... These are, the, these are the levity jokes that he might not have liked. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got a promotion. Uh, his contention is that I was running my mouth and that's why I lost a friend. I don't know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. but I'm not questioning it either because I don't care enough to debate it. Mm-hmm. It's not that important to me. But on my birthday, which was last week, I got a voicemail and the voicemail uh, said that he heard I was going to be a school teacher and I hope that works out for me. That seems nice. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he rehashes what I told you. Uh, and he's like, no one did anything to you, fat boy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so this is how I expect 
this visit to end is yeah you'll be leaving uh voicemails well to you know be like i, could, I heard you're gonna be a te- school teacher i could write out some words in the comic right further reducing their value right yeah you, you want to pick up some hot, pick up some like silver ink pens so you can uh, I just want some hot sauce on the next meal and I'll just shit it out on top top of the comics sure so that's how this visit's gonna end is you just leaving me passive aggressive email voicemails no, where you messages call me and feces as a, yeah, Victor's from New York so you're from Chicago uh, or you're oh, excuse me you're from the south. So you would uh, you would re- prefer to write in feces well, than use technology. I, I don't like technology. That's true. <laughs> uh, we've been watching Rick and Morty. Paul had fallen behind on Rick and Morty. Uh, that yeah. We watched true. we watched the entirety of season three or season four, uh, which included the terrific. Uh, vat of acid episode. Uh, that w- it was good. Uh, uh, white pickle Rick in the way that like, gosh, what are you gonna do with a pickle? It's for yeah. pickle. Like, oh, you're trying to avoid this awkward moment. Yeah. With this fake vat of acid. Yeah. How, how are you gonna turn that into twenty minutes of solid gold entertainment? But they did it. They did it with the pickle. Yeah. And they did it with a fake acid. They did. Was that a was that the episode that had uh, uh, the way that you use it, or was that the one where they were like? Uh, it did. They had the video game. What happens in the episode is uh, Rick is doing some kind of deal with some monster gangsters. But they're made men. He can't just kill them. Yeah, and so he's created this. He's pre-installed this vat of acid. Yeah. It's not actually acid. It's and in there, there's like uh, uh, some bones that'll float to the surface. Right. Some breathing. And they can they're the way that they can hold themselves you at can, the bottom you of the can pool. Shoot a laser to ladle, so yeah. that the ladle is acid infected. Right. Or uh, affected. Yeah. So uh, Morty, after like hours of these gangsters talking mm-hmm. about what happened. Morty just loses his temper and just starts shooting people. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Morty, uh, is like, uh, this is a failure. Like, this is real garbage. And, and why don't you use some of my ideas? Yeah. And one of his ideas was the video, video game reset button mm-hmm. where you set, have a set point. And then you reset to that point if something goes wrong. So he's doing all this fun stuff while a song plays. Right. Yeah. A, a song that was in The Color of Money mm-hmm. with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. Yeah. In which Paul Newman won his only Academy Award. His only Academy Award? His only one. This Eric Clapton song that we've played enough of. Yeah. Uh, uh, and this is there's a whole montage of Morty doing these lovely things. Fall, you know, some of it's silly, like mm-hmm. he's throwing old people out of their wheelchairs, and and then some of it's funny. Uh-huh. Like, then they do a whole like 
It's only funny because the song's playing. Yeah. The song, song then, makes it. Well, yeah, the song changes eventually, like yeah. to this kind of ominous music, and he and uh, the he falls in love with this girl. Yeah. That's not Jessica. It's some new girl. Yeah. And she. Uh, she and he take a trip to Alaska. Yeah. And on the way back, it, it becomes that movie where they crash and have to start eating each is that other. Survivor, survival. I, I don't know. Let's I, look this up. Let's let's find out. There's a whole subgenre. The 167 days. There's this. Yeah. Uh, 100, I think, I think Witherspoon goes out uh, to the Australian outback for a month. Uh. Yeah, that's there is a whole genre. Uh, it's like a subgenre, but it feels very samey to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, we've really, were we've the really Ukrainian gone, athletes? We've really gone far afield on this uh, digression, by the way. Who cares? We. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were bringing up the Rick and Morty uh, as a comparison to something else, but I, I don't even know what that was then. Uh, were we bringing it up, or were we just bringing up that we were watching it? Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about uh, an Air Force flight. You, uh, the, they crashed in the Andes. You're, uh, you're going Air Force Flight 571. Uh, and the film is Alive. Alive from 1993. Right. Uh, I've, I've seen this movie. It's super depressing. Yeah. As it would be. The, the thing about it was they had to eat... Uh, to survive, they had to eat the flesh of some of those who had died. Which hasn't happened to us on the vacation. No, we've we've eaten sausage and right pigs who've died, but not. Anyway, there's a whole parody where Rick and Morty, Rick and or Morty and his new girlfriend are on this planet crashes, in the uh, in the Arctic somewhere, and in the end uh, he decides to uh, reset the save. Yeah, so he goes back to the. Uh, other backpack. section of the plane to get yeah. his backpack, but he doesn't reset the save. Instead, he dials nine one one, and a helicopter magically shows up. And then, the next we see, he's at the hospital, and he's uh, um, recovering. Yeah, he's he's recovering, and the girl is there. And so, the next scene we see, they're at Rick and Morty's house, and everybody's just you know hanging out, having a good time. And then Jerry who's a dipshit, mm-hmm. picks the thing up and clicks the reset button and it resets to all the way back to when he was thinking about going into a porn star and porn store and instead decided to go into a uh, coffee shop where he met this girl. Yeah. And then he keeps trying to talk to this girl. It never works. And she just keeps like macing him. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why I started retelling this part of the story. Do you? Uh, no, I think we're talking about something besides Rick and Morty. Were our, we? Our dissolving friendship. <laughs> and it, it reminded us of uh, the, 
the roundabouts of this episode. Our dissolving friendship. Is that uh, is that is that happening? That was. Is that something I need to be worried about? It was. It was the context of, of the, the previous yeah. of the previous jest. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I don't know. I, now I'm. You know, sometimes a podcast uh, just fits together, and sometimes it's like Bob Ross, where it's like, well, let's look at the clock that we spent the time that PBS needed us to fill. Bob Ross was never that way. Bob Ross gave 110 percent. Yeah, but it all fit neatly into the because uh, they edited the episode. He edited. I edit this podcast. No, no, all his paintings took he, exactly 30 minutes. <laughs> beginning to end without fail i feel like that's uh you'd see him surreptitiously look down at his watch and like oh fuck i really spent a lot of time on this one tree yeah i'm gonna zip through the mountain and the lake here the Something. shadows get the fan brush involved yeah. yeah i'm not even gonna tell you what three colors i uh yeah. well i assume one of them is titanium white i fanned together to do yeah. this T- titanium white was because i'm on a schedule i don't yeah. get paid over i'm like marlon brando no OT on this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's because he made his nut, his hot nut, his hot nuts, uh, at uh, on the waterfront that he adopted a union man's uh, point of view on ours, the Sprando fella. Yeah, they were friends. They were yeah. contemporaries. Marlon, Bob, Bob who? Ross. They weren't contemporary. They were. They worked you know, on. They- Films together. Mark, <laughs> Shut our project. Uh, set, last thing we got. Last thing we got on the list is Line of Duty, which is a yeah. North Irish show that both Paul and I like. It's about uh, the show has been on for like ten years, but when we say ten years, it's ten British TV years, which means that there's only like uh, six or eight episodes each season, yeah. uh, and then a long time goes between seasons. Six or seven seasons. It's on the Brit box. It goes uh, back to 2012. Yeah. yeah all, and this was the sixth season. Yeah. Um, and it, it looks to be the final season based on some of the shots yeah. that were shown us at the end of the episode. I, I don't. We've, we've enjoyed it. Uh, we would encourage people to watch it. Yeah. We, we watched the finale yeah. and. Uh, we don't want to spoil it because uh, you, know, you wrap up a series, you're uh, uh, showing the you know who's who's hands up, who's butt, you know, doing puppet work. I, I just highly doubt that we have the ability to spoil it because I just how, what are I, the odds that anyone's listening to? Oh, I don't remember the character that was yeah. the spoiled character either, so, yeah. so I'm not able to do that work. Paul's got a push alert. Yeah. On the what the hell, what's happening with the coronavirus? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, don't you get enough coronavirus? Are you not maxed out? You're ma- you're vaccinated. I I'm am, vaccinated. I'm, Your I'm, mom I'm, is vaccinated. But there's whoever does this. We're, we've decided to abandon this to, to inform you or the listeners that Yahoo Mails gives me a coronavirus update. The summer hotspots in the U.S. for COVID-19 is resurging and more. So I get I get this message every so often. However yeah. often uh, uh, Yahoo you, News has that. Can you stop it? 
Probably, but uh, I don't care enough. But you care a lot, and we've talked about it, so hopefully we've satisfied that need. This is where the friendship starts to dissolve over this, vat, this issue right here. Acid. Yeah, I'm going to get into the vat of acid and not come out. Just to escape this talk that you brought up. The best part of that vat of episode, uh, uh, acid episode was the cameo by yeah. Johnny Carson and Ed McMahon. We haven't said enough about that episode. Wow. The bitterness, you know, the, the heat that's coming off of you like hot nuts. <laughs> Waves of... of uh, Wafting uh, of rage uh, and anguish. Peanuts that have been... Uh, anyway, an extra heat component. Anyway, Line heat. of Duty, yeah. which sometimes shows on PBS. Oh, well. Uh, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got... Uh, believable levels of uh, problems. Like a lot of shows, like they're based on spectacular, unsolvable homicides. Mm-hmm. This show is basically built around the idea that there are cops who take money to do bad things and that there is a network of these. But like the in- interrogations are very realistic. Yeah. So AC-12 is like... Uh, yeah, it's anti-corruption. Anti-corruption. So something happens, and they basically send a whole season involved with whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, and then there'll be larger themes like, oh, someone in organized crime and the police are working together, and they, they make some inroads in it. They wrapped up the whole kit and caboodle. And uh, they revealed some stuff, and uh, it wasn't necessarily what I thought was going to happen, but just having it happen, it's, oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. believable. I think everybody came out very good. Yeah. Uh, the main guy was this hard North Irish guy. He would talk about the bent copper. Yeah, yeah. It, who had the great accent, and he would say... I only care about one thing, bent coppers. Yeah. Uh, but he had some uh, questionable he, activities. He did. That he fessed up to. Yeah. Uh, and and, and oh. ended with a pretty good speech. Yeah. Unlike this podcast. We know this isn't our best effort. We're on vacation. Yeah. We're in, uh, the, we're in the same room. Yeah. That's weird. And, yeah, the contempt is growing. We could have just been in separate rooms, but we didn't. Do you want to do it over? No. Go out there and call me? I don't. You do? I don't. You you want to do the whole thing over? I will delete this motherfucker like it never happened. (laughs) All right. We're done. Good. Aren't you happy now? This is way less time than we usually spend on this. Can argue. <laughs> let's go to the pool. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go to the pool. We're going we're, to the pool. We're gone. Be good to each other. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to work really hard to make that happen. The, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not as involved in the the lives, the cares, the concerns of our listeners because it's vacation time. There's a pool that I don't always have access to. By the way, the the. The quality of Paul's voice there—it mm-hmm. could have been—it could have been that way the whole time. Yeah. All right. If he had, I'm bo- gone. <laughs> he I'm out. Bothered to lean forward. 
Hey, thanks everybody. Behind and be, be behave and be kind. Talking Paragraphs is a production of Blue Pill Crow LLC. Please visit paragraphstacker.com to read my columns and maybe there'll be another one of these podcasts. Maybe not. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>